everyone, and welcome to A Nightmare on Fear Street. A monstrous podcast about all things horror. If you like what you hear today, then you can follow us on all of the usual socials, or subscribe to our Patreon for bonus content and merch. You can find all of that by visiting us at allmylinks.com backslash A Nightmare on Fear Street, or in our episode descriptions wherever you're listening to this podcast at. Never know, because I'm, okay, there we go. There we are. <laughs> that one time we double tapped it, it was like, I don't know if it cancels out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone, we are live, because guess what? It's Fear Street Halloween. Uh, we're kicking it off with Vampires versus the Bronx with our friends from Shake It Not Scared. Yes. Um, hey. Yeah. Should Welcome we do? Back. Should we do Thank a quick you. little? What are What are we wearing? Who is it by? <laughs> <laughs> well, we couldn't figure out how to get mine on my head. I do have the holes for it, but do you have oh. yours? Um, I left it somewhere because I'm oh. not a professional. But well, <laughs> we're both. <laughs> We're, We're both, both Loki's. Yeah. Our cat and dog are also Loki's, so we just don't have them set up either. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Marvel should be jealous. No. I, my costume is sponsored by the Marriott of Utah. Um, Evil dies tonight. Oh. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I'm going to sneak her in like Jaws and once in a while. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was thinking about dressing up today, but then I was like, I've got to wash that blue out of my hair one more time. I'm gonna scream. So <laughs> go to my Instagram and see what I dressed up as the last two times. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, welcome back, Eric and Vivi. We're so happy to have you back. Thank you. Yeah, yeah we're so excited back. to be here on Halloween. Yes. Best day of the year. Right. right? right? So, so what? Anything new going on with Shaking Not Scared? Any, any new fun drinks you guys have made? Uh, yeah, we actually released a surprise episode today because we don't usually upload on Sundays, but we posted our review of Halloween 2. That is yeah. up. And then this week we are doing a special Day of the Dead episode. It's going to be kind of more informative if you guys want to learn about that. That should be out Tuesday or Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're okay. probably going to release it on the actual Day of the Dead, which is the 2nd of November. So you'll be able to learn a little more about what that day really means to us Hispanics and other people who celebrate it. And uh, we're also going to talk about the Island of the Dolls, if you've ever heard of that. Yeah. I love so, it. That's so fun. Stuff. <laughs> no, y'all stay Education busy over there. there. <laughs> yeah. We love an educational moment. <laughs> uh, so remind the listeners where they can find uh, the pod on socials and everything else. Yeah, we are Shaken Not Scared Pod pretty much on everything except Twitter. Twitter Shaken Scared Pod. And we are on all your podcasting streaming sites. Just look. Shaken Not Scared Pod. Up. Yep. Yeah. Our email too, if you want to contact us, is Shaken Not uh, Scared Pod at gmail.com. So, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. We want all the feedback. Yeah. Give us cocktail <laughs> recipes. <Yeah. laughs> Love it. Y'all have a fast turnaround because whenever I'm like, what's a good drink for this movie? You're like, mm, give me like two hours. I'm like, what? <laughs> what are you doing? We'll figure it out. <laughs> We've been trying to get better at it. We have books now. So we're, we're learning here. Yeah, be pros. <laughs> we're growing. I love it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's start talking about Vampires versus the Bronx because this was a fun ride. Yes. Oh, yeah. I um, really loved it. Yes. Yeah. Give me what do you want to go with your first thoughts? Yeah, this movie was super fun. If you have not seen it, go watch it. Came out in 2020, and I 
just heard about it recently. I think it needs way more hype than it has. Mm -hmm. It was just a good horror comedy. Yeah, I went into it thinking that it would be just a, your typical Netflix horror, right? And just cheesy, but but no, it was really cool. I loved all the themes and we'll probably get into it, but a lot of the themes were, were awesome and almost like struck a nerve because it was, you know, it's stuff that we saw growing up that, that definitely was interesting to see, but also at the same time enjoy in like a horror and funny way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, now, I also never heard about it until I was just on Netflix last year because I was like, I wanted something new. And I was like, what is this? And it was a good time and nobody talks about it. Nobody's watched it. And I'm like, how? <laughs> we, all we all have Netflix. Like, they come exactly. with these now. What? Yeah, Netflix is like PR for films. It's really odd because like they really push like five movies and then all these other movies they have on their streaming services they just don't tell you things there but so i'm like <laughs> i don't know. push the good stuff because i saw yeah. autopsy of jane doe over there last year for the first time uh, yes and she's not there anymore but they never were like guess what we got the creepiest movie you'll ever see <laughs> they were just like oh no <laughs> i think it's available on shutter now if people still want yeah. to check it out no, it's still creepy. I watched it yeah. with some friends recently, and I was like, no, why do we do this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, um, yeah, okay, let's start, because I think one of the strongest things about this film is the cast. Because, you know, as we've been talking through the, the Chucky series, Sheree and I really appraised it for kids but the kids were having fun and so i was having fun and they were like pulling it off but also we randomly have method hand playing a priest <laughs> I, I knew he looked old. familiar <laughs> yeah i just couldn't put a name to it so thanks for reminding me i love the moment where he said oh they stole my sprites little shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it was a very involved priest yeah. 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 No, he's he like, I'm going to raise his kids right. <laughs> yeah. But also, not really, because he kicked out one of the kids from school. Yeah. No, I mean, the priest is Method Man. So, like, I also just love when Chris Red does genre because, like, he's so funny and weird. It just always works out, whether it's this or Scare Me or what have you. And I just want him to do more of that. Because, <laughs> um, like, he doesn't get enough time on SNL anyways. So, like, let's just still right. <laughs> Yeah, their bits were funny. Him and the other guy, I didn't see the actor's name. But it, it was funny that this movie would point out the awkwardness that you get from other movies that take themselves too seriously, where something very dramatic is said, and you're like, all right, I, I guess, like, whatever that means. <laughs> I was so I was really shocked that they got zoe saldana to be in the first like two seconds of this movie yeah they did they never saw her again and i was like what her name is even in the opening credits i thought maybe she was gonna make a return as a vampire right, yeah same yeah i feel like she's kind of the drew barrymore of this you know how like scream was like guess who's yeah. here guess who's not here <laughs> yeah. Hey. 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 yeah i was just like what but anyway I do. I love stories about that. I just wish she wasn't before. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was also probably just a, a nod to her other film that she had done a couple of years back, Colombiana. I don't know if you remember that, but she plays a Colombian assassin. Yeah. Ooh, so nice. yeah, I almost forgot she speaks Spanish. Yeah. You do forget because <laughs> she's in a lot of like mainstream, popular, you know, American films, but no, she speaks Spanish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the, the other thing I noticed. 
uh, was that Sarah Gadon, I don't know if you guys have seen uh, Dracula Untold, that horrible movie from a few years back. <laughs> uh, it's about Vlad the Impaler, and it's like the origin story of Dracula, but Sarah Gadon, who plays the main villain in this film, was Mirena in that in that movie, and she gets killed, obviously, to make Dracula powerful, and, and she gets kind of the short end of that stick, so I thought it was cool to see her as a villain in this and come back and be a vampire. Yeah. She makes a very convincing vampire. Yeah. I need to watch those now um, because I always have like things I've missed. And I'm like, how did I miss this? <laughs> yeah, she. Was, I thought she was really a, a really strong villain that you don't like. I always didn't trust her from the for the moment I met we met her, but because I mean, like, what white woman is going to walk into the Bronx and be like, oh, your neighbor? Look at me, you know. But yeah. uh, uh, but I didn't expect her to be like the leader of the vampire. You know what She's I mean? She's the commander, which is kind of yeah. badass. Because yeah. yeah. see commanders, it's always some dude who's like, oh, I'm grizzled and I'm old. And she's like, yeah. no, I'm here talking about like maple scones, <laughs> which is a lie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought she was gonna pull a card, like maybe she was the woke young vampire who was actually gonna help the kids. No. You know? <laughs> no. I knew from the beginning not to trust her. What? <laughs> yeah. I was like, she is much like in real life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when when your town is getting gentrified, you shouldn't really trust anybody. I love how they literally tell her you're lost, right? Like what are you doing here? <laughs> uh, yeah, and then one of the little one of the little boys is like, She's gonna call the cops. You know yeah. what <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like someone who's too forward with trying to sell you drugs. You're, you're probably somebody like a cop. Yeah, <laughs> it's like we can't trust her. <laughs> I, I just really love how they took vampires and like twisted it into gentrification. <laughs> oh yeah. In general, it's such a clear message, and it's so funny. And I'm surprised it wasn't done before. What? Well, it's right. so well too in this film and it's funny because it's not a horror thing you see like at all like you see themes of grief and things like that like i think part of what makes this so great like being person of color is like this is scary to us and we don't see that on film and now we have a film with it yeah we literally will drive around sometimes at our you know we don't live in our old neighborhood anymore but we'll drive past to visit family and see starbucks is there and we're like oh crap what's happening <laughs> you know? don't know what this means and so other people who are outside i guess you could see it could look like a shithole right where you, you know you go to the suburbs and it's like oh everything's nice and then you go back to where we're from and people are like oh well why do you want to go back and it's like no there's there's a charm to that which we see in this film right oh, where yeah. it's like there's a sense of community some some places more than others i think that it's an over exaggerated yeah, over exaggerated sense of community in this because i don't think i ever felt that growing up but you know mm -hmm. it's the thing that that you see down there that it's the people that make that place not what it looks like yeah yeah, definitely. I, I remember when I it was in Chicago, like people would always be like, oh no, that neighborhood's getting the Whole Foods. It's gone up, people are moving out, and right. yeah. Well, no, I, I, I think the, the issue is, I mean, the, the biggest issue is that it's not really helping anyone. You're just moving poverty around a little bit. Like you're not actually... They, they, I think some people think of gentrification as helping the community, but it's not helping anyone. No. You're just making it look pushing people out of their homes. Yeah, and and it's it's seeing this right where the people who are benefiting from it are getting money up front, and they're like, oh man, I really need to get out of the hole that I'm in with that and whatever. And so this is a huge help up front, but they end up getting screwed in the end. I think here in Chicago, there's always talk about how every so many decades 
people get pushed into the city, then get pushed out, then get pushed in. And mm -hmm. it's just like this never ending cycle. But yeah. the people who get the shorter end of that stick still just end up in the same Situation. part, right? The report. Yeah. Yeah. No, and they never actually get what the property's worth anyways, because they no. know a lot what a lot of money looks like to people on that side of the poverty line. And yeah. so they're like, here's pennies for dollars, and you're welcome. Yeah. 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 And then and then we have this whole like, you know, well, just pull yourself up by your bootstraps kind of sayings, and it's just like that doesn't yeah. work, people. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. The other thing that I thought was interesting on in the gentrification piece is that there's a lot of pressure that's put on people uh, to do better and be better in the community. Uh, one thing we see, like I mentioned earlier, the priest says that, or the kids say that the priest kicked the kid out of school because of some mix up in biology. And I think we see this a lot in those communities too, where instead of helping each other out, there's a lot of pressure on being good and not going down the wrong path. And you, you're punished for it. It's very strict where it's, it's almost like you're not helping anybody by being so strict because, you know, kicking him out of the school, what's, what's that going to do for him? That is a weird move. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, again, <laughs> they, I, again it's, it's a weird situation to be in, but also, like, it helps nobody. And so you think, you'd yeah. be like, what can we do to assist this kid? Because clearly this kid is in danger. This kid is in help. Um, but they don't. Instead, they're like, little mayor's got it together. Why can't you just be like, yeah. little mayor? <laughs> and like, little mayor's a different set of circumstances. What? Yeah. <laughs> well, and they don't really help little mayor either because the whole time no. they're not, no one believes in him. No one, at least out of the adults, everyone just kind of patronizes him and tell, you know, oh, well, or, or either that or the exact opposite and tells them there's no hope. Why are you do? Why do you even care? Yeah. There's no, you know. So the whole time of like, yeah. both of them are kind of screwed in different ways because no, none of the, no one in the community is really listening to them. Which is odd, I guess, if you think back, because everyone knows him and seems to really like him. So when he's suddenly crying wolf, it's odd that they wouldn't trust him right away. You know, it doesn't help that his phone's showing empty coffins. Yeah. But we were oh, like, that was great. We were like, still the fact that this building has coffins. It's is pretty weird. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's a conversation. <laughs> also, how do you buy a courthouse? Like, that's yeah. that's, that's questionable to begin. Like, isn't that a government owned building? <laughs> isn't that like municipality? I don't understand. <laughs> I want the courthouse. I need the courthouse. That's pretty much unchecked. It gets you in anywhere. It's like an Amex black card. <laughs> that's ours now. <laughs> I would like to buy the White House, please. Could I buy the White House? Yeah. <laughs> yes, the coffins piece says what helped them out. They're like, oh, we're all vampires here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we suck the blood of the people who are under yeah, us. Yeah, it's cool. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really, really love that they started their research by going back to the bodega and watching Blade. Um, oh, yes. I love oh we love that so much. <laughs> right? First off, like Blade is underrated. It's like the first like real Marvel movie, and we're like, no, no, no. It started with Iron Man. It's like, no, no, no. <laughs> also, it's a black vampire that's not Blackula, and it's not Eddie Murphy and a vampire in Brooklyn. And I, I just think that it's a better, a better situation that we don't talk about enough. And so I'm happy that this writer was like, hey, you know what we're gonna do? Not to this. <laughs> yeah. If anything, I'll, I wanted to watch Blade right after this movie. All three of them. <laughs> I, I just rewatched the first one for the first time as an adult, maybe. Um <laughs> like a couple weeks ago. And it still holds up. What? It's good. We might do that after this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I love that they keep using the the was it um the term that Blade uses for the for the vampires. Yeah. 
Yes. Oh, <laughs> <Jay> Walker. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah, I love the moment when um, the mom, uh, when Little Mayor's mom, got up and she's like, "You like the much blade, didn't you?" She's like, "No," and she's like. Lil Mayor's mom was always in his shit, and it just gave me so much joy. Also, I was for him. Yeah. I love that though, because we we watch these horror movies and we see these teenagers being crazy. I'm like, my parents would have killed me. Where are your parents? In this movie, the parents are doing exactly what real parents yeah. would do. Yeah. Super involved. Even when uh, when Tony joins in to kind of help Lil Mayor, and he's like, "Hey, you know what? This is on me." And stepping in, that's something that would totally happen. He's like, "You know what? Let's just let's just have me be the one who gets the chancrazo, yeah, know, the sandals in the face instead of you." Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I was with the mom like yells out the window, "You need to clean your room and your nasty underwear." <laughs> I love when horror movies let kids actually be kids again. Yeah. That's something that a lot of them forget. Like, I just ripped into Better Watch Out because those kids are written like little 30 year olds. With, like, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, what is this? What? That is super weird. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and what? So, I, <laughs> one of the things that they said after. So after little mayor says they're vampires, they're in you know they get no one believes them. Other parents are like you're going to church. Oh, so I, yeah. like, right. I was like, well, that is accurate. Also, <laughs> kind of toxic mom and dad. Like, <laughs> why don't we go see a therapist instead? That might yeah. be more helpful. <laughs> the same church that kicked one of the kids out right. for being rowdy in biology. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. No. Like it's doing a lot that church. <laughs> I don't know if Lady Method Man be the head priest was the way to go. <laughs> yeah, they made that choice, and then they had decided to go with it. You know. But then I love the I love the kid. The little the boys were like, "Okay, now we can use this to our advantage. We're gonna steal holy water." <laughs> My favorite yeah. thing was the Eucharist. Tucked in his mouth that he put in his pocket oh, for later. Yeah, all those jokes are so good. Hilarious. Yeah, I don't know if uh, this is a callback to one of our episodes, but uh, I, growing up, always thought that holy water was a special kind of water that was like oily. I always thought it was oily, and growing up, I'm realizing it's because everyone was dipping all their holy fingers into it. <laughs> <laughs> Make it holy. Yeah. <laughs> all that. Ooh, oil. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, my mom would carry, she had a, a water bottle in the house that was blessed water, too. And I was like, if you drink that, do you like wash away your sins? And it's like, that's like super special bottled water that you can only drink when you really feel like you've been sitting. Well, we were talking about how it's so funny that these Latino kids are so ready for vampires because. Their mom's got the cross on the wall. They got the spice, the garlic adobo, like that killed me. Where he just threw the spices at her. <laughs> it's like you're literally throwing spices at a white woman. <laughs> if only that worked in real life, you know. I <laughs> Oh man, yeah, it made me realize how ready we would be. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot her name. Was it? Oh my god, she wasn't. She wasn't Rita. She was the other girl who ended up joining yeah. them. But she was because they were like, oh yeah, you won't believe us. It's vampires. And she was like, I'm Haitian. My grandma's been forever. <laughs> That's Rita. That's Rita. Okay, awesome. 
Yeah. She, was she was so ready to believe them. Yeah. She was ready. She was like, I don't know what's going on, but I know I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love the moment at the end where he like goes in for the kids. She's like, oh, wait. That, that's it's not, not like that. Saying. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like, oh, okay. That trope is getting tackled so much in more recent films where, yeah, you, you see it so much now that it's almost becoming like too common now to see that the, the hero doesn't get the kiss because they're just all like, yeah, that's not what's supposed to happen. You're, you're, we're just kicking ass together. Not, yeah. Not doesn't mean it's romantic. Yeah. yeah. The girl don't need no man. Read it over here. <laughs> I love that. Because, like, back in the olden days, like the 70s and 80s, like, here's the girl, just grab a woman and just, like, <laughs> kiss her. And I'm just yeah. like, there was no conversation. Y'all were, were just in space. There was no chemistry. Right? It's like, she's talking too much and I'm Harrison Ford. And it's like, who's writing this? <laughs> I did think it was a strange choice, though, that you said her name was Rita. Uh, that yeah. they didn't let her be in the in the kill right before the group kill. They they still were like, yeah, she knows how to fight them, but then we're gonna have her go ask for help instead. Yeah, you know, yeah. where she's much more useful than most of the group. Yeah, <laughs> <Some of them>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, well, I, I mean, I think ultimately that's because, like, in the beginning of the film, you have the three, and then she's kind of added on two thirds of the way through. I do kind of wish that she had been with the like the, that foursome had been the group that we followed from the beginning just to kind of get some femme energy in there, but that's just a little complaint. Yeah, yeah, you take what you get, I guess, with the female villain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were like, you know what? We went big on one end, so like we're good. Yeah. Too much, <laughs> too many women. Right? You know, we got the mom yelling at them. We got the grandmother <laughs> snatching them out of the police car. But yeah. it's just, we're gonna send Rita to get help. Look, yeah. <laughs> and she's yeah. older than all of them too, which I think is funny too. Yeah. She's also a scene stealer, so that might be another part of the issue. Mm, because when she was there, it was about her. What? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so one of my a really interesting kind of fact I found online about this film, the the uh, moving company, a real real estate company, um, Murnau. Mer how you say it? Mm -hmm. Anyways, it's named after the director of Nosferatu. Oh, cool. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. We were talking. Oh, that's about why that. it's that it's that text too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it looked familiar, and I was like, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I, <don't> know. <laughs> I was like, this company's logo is literally Vlad the Impaler. No one <laughs> questioning this. <laughs> no. I'd be like, that's weird. Right. They were like, he wants to buy the apartment. Don't ask questions. What? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because well, the mom even says at one point, she's like, if his money's good, I'm going to hear him out. Like, <laughs> it don't matter, yeah. really. Right. <laughs> We do not ask questions. <laughs> no. Take the money and worry about it later. Um, yeah. I, oh, one of the other things this movie does for me is the commentary on the missing black and brown people, and nobody ever like yeah. looks into that. It's immediately a cold case. And I'm like, it's been an hour. Um, but I, Vivian put it best when they wouldn't let her into the apartment, and she was just like, it's easier to live somewhere where no one cares when people disappear. And I, I just love that this movie is having fun, but also having this like important conversations that we don't see a lot of in any sort of yeah. context in the media. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I agree. I've, if you like listen to a lot of true crime, it's like never really cases about black and brown people. And it's that whole notion of the less dead, right? A killer is going to seek out people in these communities, people who live high risk lifestyles because they know people won't investigate them. And it, this movie does such a great job of walking that fine line of this is funny, but also this is a real thing. Yeah. Right? 
No, like it kind of reminded me, like I want to say it was Chris Rock, but again, I was a kid. And so I'm not 100% sure if I had the right comedian. But I want to say it was like Chris Rock had a whole bit about how black people don't get kidnapped because like you can't ask for ransom for us. <laughs> and it reminded me of that. He'd be like, you're asking for how much? Oh no, I'm dead. <laughs> One thing that I liked further too on, on including black and brown people and just minorities in general that are mixed was that often I feel Hollywood focuses on just one and it's like, these people exist alone and no, there's yeah. no others. And this was cool to watch because it, it showed what these communities actually look like. It's a mixed bag. Yeah, it's a you know? pot. Yeah, we, yeah, we can coexist. We don't hate each other. Yeah. This movie, if anything, implies like we can live harmoniously, you know? <laughs> No, which I love to see that because again, we never get that. It's always like, well, we're gonna have our black show, so we're gonna cast the black people, but like nobody else. And like, <laughs> I, yeah, I, 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 that frustrates me because like I'm always just like, but no, my friend group is like this, and they're like, well, we have the people you say you need to be black, so that's all that matters. It has to be white or black. I'm like, no, that's not. That's not. That's <laughs> not how the world works. <laughs> <laughs> And so yeah. you have like a blonde girl who's like, I don't know if I feel comfortable with my last name being Vasquez. And I'm like, you should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I have a complaint about about Netflix and really about most streaming services. In English speaking, I don't know if anyone else has noticed this with their subtitles. In any English speaking film, if anyone else speaks Spanish or any other language, it says speaking in Spanish. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Can you not give me a subtitle for that? Like, you don't have to, you don't have to translate it. Just even, at least put the Spanish on the screen. Like, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. We we have the worst problem with that too because our, our furnace, the, the air gets sucked in like right by where our speaker is. So sometimes we really need the subtitles, even, even right. in Spanish. And I hate that. It's like sneezes in Spanish too. Yeah. Like, like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> And it's not just Netflix. I just noticed on this one because there's a lot of Spanish there, but like other places do it too. Yeah, no, no, Showtime definitely does it. I was watching a show with my friend Rachel, who is, does speak Spanish, and like they had a whole dinner scene, and Rachel was just like, here's what's being said. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to ask, but I was like, I feel like she just called her a bitch, but I can't prove it. <laughs> I'm going off of acting choices. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you don't, you don't even have to translate. Like, I understand if you can't translate all the Spanish or whatever, but like, at least put the Spanish on the screen or put something on the screen that's not just yeah. like speaking in Spanish. <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't just happen with Spanish. I've noticed it just with any language. Any like, language yeah. that's not English. I'm like, I want to know what they said. Right. And I know Netflix has the money to hire someone <laughs> to translate. Right. <laughs> I think what's I think what's worse is that sometimes the film folks who produce it will actually include, you know, subtitles in their own production, and then there's the subtitles on top of those subtitles, and they're completely different sometimes. And you're like, what's happening here? Yeah. <laughs> no, I when we were like doing our month of like international movies, like we were like definitely just like listen to the movie, watching the subtitles and the closed captions. All of a sudden, it'd be like speaking different language. I'm like, but if you're translating the one, you can't translate the other. You're the just other, like, yeah. no. we're only doing the one tonight. <laughs> <laughs> we only have one person of color in the back. We can't. We can. We can. <laughs> We're not gonna give them overtime to like find out what that sentence is. <laughs> they are part time. <laughs> we paid stipends. So. <laughs> I also, I think I, I'm just like a fan of this movie just because like we get to see the black and brown people fighting vampires, but it's not something we typically get. 
because like I loved Buffy, but not good for brown people. <laughs> um, Lost Boys, near perfect. No brown people to be seen. Um, Did you like that that Lost Boys reference? Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel like this is the closest we're ever gonna get to the Lost Boys, which I, I'm fine with, this is a good time. But also it's like the Lost Boys could have done better. Like, <laughs> it was the 80s. Like it wasn't like, we don't know where brown people are. It's like, no, you're not finishing them. You're not Seriously, yeah. Yeah, seeing, seeing um, black and brown people killed Vampires was was great. I love that. Yeah, because usually it's just that we're the comedic relief, truly, or the joke. But again, in this one, you can joke around and still kick a vampire's ass, which I think is great. <laughs> yeah, I hate that movies sometimes will will pretend that the cast doesn't know what they're fighting, and mm -hmm. like it's never existed before. So it was cool to see not only like them kicking ass, but they knew exactly what how to fighting. do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, let's get onto the Google, let's put on Blade, and let's go fix this. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it was so super funny to me that mom automatically knew it was Blade. Like, no other vampire movie. She knew it was Blade. Could <laughs> <laughs> yeah. have been any, you know, nothing else Blade. <laughs> you you have to do it right because we only have a handful of heroes that we can look up to that are that look like us, yeah. right? Like we yeah. we walked out of uh, I forgot what movie it was, but. I was like, man, we don't have like a Mexican super badass superhero. I wish we had somebody like that. that yeah. I mean, you know, there's people who will say like, if you know, it, it's Chapulín Colorado, but he's like a complete like comedy, right? And there's nobody who I could say, oh yeah, I, I really looked up to that Mexican superhero growing up. There's there's some that you can say, uh, I think there's like uh, Sunspot in the X Men, but he's like such a side character that we're never the main really, character. Yeah. No. Don't even get me started on the X Men. It's like everybody gets one. It's a magical unicorn. <laughs> They'll never be a lead. They'll never get their own movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like they're mutants, but they could not be people of color. Like, I, what? Listen, you can, you can make up mutants, but you can't see them being person of color. I I went to this, like, I forgot. I think it was a pop culture conference. And this woman got up there and she was like, showed us the clip of, like, I think it was like X Men Apocalypse, where, like, it comes on and, like, all of the brown people were just dying, even though they're all X Men. <laughs> and then you get to, like, the white people who are hiding in the back and they time travel. And she's like, oh, yeah. Did you notice how everybody brown and X Men just did it in the first five minutes of the movie? And then travel back in time where you knew you would never see them again? What? <laughs> We tried. We tried. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. like we only had Halle Berry for two days. So, that's a killer. Um. <laughs> yeah. So, seeing Blade, seeing Blade in there was cool. You know, one minority or the other, you know, you still, you still kind of look up to these. And I think people forget that Blade is Marvel. And, uh, you know, if you watch the old 90s Spider Man show, Blade came out a lot yeah. in that show. Yeah. He was a really cool character. I still yeah. think he's a cool character. Mm hmm. I, I keep wishing that they would have given him more to do back when Wesley Snipes could do it because, I mean, Grandpa Wesley is probably done with that phase of his life. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard that uh, he's he's talking to Marvel about something, and it might be, like, the the, the remake that they're working on. Maybe he's going to make, like, a guest appearance or something. Oh, that'd be, be kind of cool. I love that. Because he's kind of the yeah. Tony Todd for that trio. Um, <laughs> you know? Yeah, <laughs> actually, yeah, I think he said he would be down to come back as Blade, so... I would I definitely mean, watch him. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would not put it past Grandpa Wesley to just be hiding for the last couple of years, just like practicing and training. <laughs> <laughs> He's been saving the day behind the scenes. Right? 
He's like, now that I'm done my Eddie Murphy movies, I have to get back in shape for Blade. <laughs> I'll reemerge in five years. <laughs> With like a 24 pack and like exactly roll, like, right? the way Marvel does. You know what? Let's get a sequel to this and then have him come out in it. Oh, oh that'd God. be great. I, I would love that. That's the only thing missing from this movie, other than it not being long enough because I was having fun. <laughs> it was so and yeah, I will say the end felt like the very, very end, the third act. I thought they could have added a little more to that. Like they could have went further with that third act than they did, just in my opinion. Because like when she said, yeah. you know, the Bronx is some shithole, whatever, whatever. I forgot what else she said about it. Yeah. And they all that man said, what do you say about the Bronx? <laughs> 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 I could have been more chaos in that moment. Like after that. Yeah. That's what I was waiting for. I was waiting for the whole angry mob to yeah. attack her, but they were attacking her one by one, as is the law of horror <laughs> movies, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No one has the iron. That's why I love and I'm like, wouldn't we all run at her? Like, she's a vampire commander. I'm not going to go at her by myself. I'm going to take some friends. <laughs> yeah. So so her being a commander, does it imply that she's one of others? Because the end sort of implies when... when uh, she the was char- trying to revive her maker or something. The like character that. who has the the live chat going on, she's like, you know, the next time that you decide to come mess with us, you know, we'll be here. It almost implies that there's something else still going on, right? Is that... Did you guys get the same thing? Yeah. I, yeah. I, it felt I hope like they're making room for a part two. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I love that character whose name I do not know. I don't even know if she got like an actual name, but I just love her. It's such a cool way of handling like the narration. Because you usually... <laughs> yeah. No, it'd be like, it's going to be a kid who wants Instagram likes. Of course. Yeah. Gloria. That's like, her name, Gloria. Gloria. Okay. Yeah. Gloria. She was no. Was her like, channel GGTV? Is that what it was? Like that, yeah. <laughs> something like that. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just everybody's business. Just like speaking yeah. to other moms. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's another way that this film lets these kids be kids. Like that's what kids are doing now. Right. Right. Yeah. Everything's for the gram. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I feel like uh, shows and movies try to make it over the top and say like we know what the kids are doing now. I think this one did it well, good enough. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, who are we though? We're millennials. Yeah, we're a little older than <laughs> we, kids. Yeah, the kids are doing all of this stuff. We get it. We get what, what are those children doing nowadays? Back in the back in the good old days. <laughs> I forgot what I was. No, it was Chucky. I was watching Chucky, and I was like, "Oh no, I'm old." The, the youths are jogging now. <laughs> and they're taking like flashlights to their parties to like dance with flashlights. I'm like, we didn't do that in my day. What? In my day, we had Pokemon cards and the X Men cartoon. Like, <laughs> and that was that was if uh, that was if, if you were one of the cool kids, you weren't even talking about it because you were made fun of. So. Right. <laughs> I was never one of those. Yeah. <laughs> Neither was I. Yeah, if I like that, we all started podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) We're here to tell those people that you're not cool. That's why. Yeah, that's why we watch horror because all those cool people are the ones that die first. Exactly. (laughs) Listen. (laughs) (laughs) Do we have any more notes before we get to hot takes? Oh, I'm ready for the hot takes. 
<laughs> I don't know if mine's are that controversial. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I have a feeling none of ours are going to be super controversial because we all like this movie. <laughs> yeah. which, this is a rarity. I'm going to collect all the movies where everybody enjoyed it, which is very <laughs> yeah. yeah, make a list. Right? Normally, it's like, this was shit. And it's like, I loved it. <laughs> it's like a 40 minute conversation. <laughs> and so I'm going to pull like all four movies where I was across the board like. <laughs> I think yeah, four yeah. may be generous. There may be one. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, all right. Well, Eric, maybe what do y'all want to go first with your hot take? Um, my hot take is that this is great. I'm really mad more people haven't seen it. I'm mad that it doesn't have more hype. There's so many great things about it. I love the classic kind of vampire look, Buffy style vampires. Mm -hmm. I love that it's not even really about the vampires. It still talks about the important things while still being hilarious. So I don't know, it's great. <laughs> I recommend this to everyone. I'm gonna tell everyone to watch this oh, yeah. now. Yeah, I wonder if they're waiting on a sequel to see how much like like love it actually gets. I would definitely watch yeah. a sequel. I would watch all the sequels. Um, yeah. No, because like to your point, Vivi, it's like whenever they do start talking about gentrification, they sit around with the white people, <laughs> and it's like, no, you can't. <laughs> like it's it's part of the reason I hate like older like Broadway shows is because they're all like Oklahoma, we're gonna fight like the indigenous people, but you'll never see them. We talk about them in this villainous way, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. like monsters, but we can't hire any of them to be in the show. <laughs> and. <No. laughs> And so I love that this is like, no, here's how gentrification is impacting the people who live in this community, as opposed to, we're gentrifiers moving in, yay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's get rid of the trope that says that the victor is the one who tells the story. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, my hot take is that going along with everybody loving it, I'd love to see sequels, but I want to see the sequels somewhere that's not New York. I feel like I'm tired of New York. Because <laughs> we see New York all the time, and I'm always telling Vivi, like, why is there never, there's, there is, but why is there never anything cool in Chicago? Or, you know, some of these other places that we know definitely have things going on. Mm -hmm. So yeah. maybe the sequels could be something like, it's just a series of these where right now we have Vampires versus the Bronx. Maybe next we have Werewolves versus the South Side of Chicago. Let's just start hitting <laughs> yes. some more underserved communities, you yeah. know? <laughs> I, I would open my wallet to start the Kickstarter tonight. If anybody wants to like, on the West versus the South Side. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah, yeah. let's get more. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think that that would be fun, especially because like a lot of us are in these poorer places. Like I grew up in Missouri. <laughs> Nobody's making movies about Missouri. <laughs> and it's right for her. It's so right for her. <laughs> what would that one be? The Swamp Thing versus Kansas City, Kansas? <laughs> it, would just, it would just be Kansas City versus Kansas City. Right? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Pick a mayor and just start. <laughs> oh, that was nice. What about you guys? What are your hot takes? So my hot take is I want more, and I don't care if it is a comic or a video game or whatever. I just feel like there's a lot to play with in this world. And it's again, it's just exciting to see like kids of color get to like actually do the cool shit that we never got to see them do when we were kids. Because yeah. how often did we sit there going, Buffy's cool. Kendra's dead. <laughs> yeah, like in one episode. <laughs> yeah. No, like Mr. Trick had like four episodes and he was like one of the main villains of his season. And I was like, that's weird. Cause like all the other big bads 
get screened the whole season. Right? Right? Even Dark Willow had five episodes. I'm like, Allison's always here. She doesn't need more. I'm living for it. But like, really? You know, you, you mentioned a video game. I picture if you've seen Scott Pilgrim versus the world, there was an 8-bit style video game that was created yeah. to kind of supplement the uh, the movie and the, the books. What if we got something like that? It's a four-player game. You can have like, you know, you press start to add in the next player. You get four of them and you just go through the Bronx just kicking Killing butt. Yeah. I would be obnoxious. Yes. Like, y'all would stop returning my emails because I'd be like, hey, I just got a Twitch. Let's do it. And you're like, no. <laughs> no first off, it's 2 a.m. Secondly, no. <laughs> I'm like, Trent, I think we're blocked. <laughs> I would love that. Uh, uh, so my hot take has to do more with the fact that this is a really good PG-13 horror which we don't get very often. We don't get a lot of like horror that I can tell parents, oh, this is good for your kids to watch. Like your kids could watch this and be fine and, and enjoy it and have fun and be great introductory to horror for younger people or for adults who aren't really into like the super dark scare. Like they don't like to be scared. Like, I mean, the four of us do, but like <laughs> I have friends all the time that are like, I don't really like horror movies, but what should I watch? And, you know, so this is a great like recommendation for anyone like that. I would say. Totally agree. Yeah, yeah. It's not it's not scary in that like I mean maybe maybe for kids like it'd be it'd be horrifying. But, yeah. But yeah, I love just how funny the jokes are, and yeah. it's got this. Uh, if you guys have watched. Um, what we do in the shadows, how, yes. how that's yeah. kind of got like it's got that kind of vibe. Actually, now that I think about it, it's got a lot of that, like self-aware. Mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. Even the way comedy. that the, the vampire kills one of the one of the guys when they're floating up in the air, it, it gave me like that oh, scene that where they're scene all floating. Where they're in the sky. In the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Hear me out. What if we do it sort of like what we do in the shadows with Gloria being the person keeping the footage because that's her yes. um, What if we do it that way, but in a different city? I'm cold. Yeah, Gloria just good. travels around all everywhere. Right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, and I, and I was, when I was watching this, I was like, you know, I mean, I know there's some language, so this is not completely true, but I was like, I could totally have seen like watching this as a kid on like the Disney Channel or like something like that back in the day when they were playing like Hocus Pocus and then Vampires versus the Bronx. You know, I think, yeah. Honestly, this is <laughs> well, yeah, this is... <laughs> true. Yeah, this is this is pretty tame. I, I know what you mean about Disney. I feel like Disney used to have really horrifying stories, like "Don't Look Under the Bed," where your your forgotten imaginary, imaginary friend turns into the boogeyman. This that was traumatizing. This was not that scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to get into the creepy Disney because, like, I know a lot of people who would do Disney but not do horror. Um, yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, mm, I feel like you do do horror and you don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, there was, a, there was a Disney movie back in the day that used to terrify me, The Watcher in the Woods. Did we ever oh, watch yeah. that? Yeah. That movie was terrifying. As a kid, <laughs> no, I watched no. it as an adult and it's like, it's kind of spooky, but not really scary. <laughs> that one was, was, like, was rarely on, right? It, it would come yeah. on really late. Yeah. yeah. It's an older one. It's got like one of those older actresses and it's like her final performance or something. Uh, who was it though? I can't remember. None I want to know. Because I have so many of them. I'm, look, I'm looking it up right now. Live. While you do that, um, back to your point, like I agree, because we've done some PG-13 horror this season that was not great. Um, and a lot has come out on Netflix. 
which is not great. But like, I think that this and probably the Slumber Party Massacre remake or reboot, whatever we're calling it, reimagining, I think, are probably my two favorite PG-13 horrors to come out in the last couple of years so far. Cool. Yeah, we have to check that out. I've yeah. seen a lot of people talking about it lately. I loved it. <laughs> we'll, we'll take your word for it. Yeah, I, I love all your takes. So yeah, <laughs> move up to the top of the list instead of at the bottom. <laughs> I watched it twice because I the first time I watched it drunk as I always do, and I was like, I'm gonna review it. I should watch it sober. <laughs> uh, Sheree, it was it's Betty Davis's last performance in the Watch. Are you serious? Awards. We have to do that now. It's Betty Davis. We gotta do wow. that. Damn it. So Put it on the list. <laughs> Our list of like 500 movies. So we're like, yeah, exactly. Oh my god. We've got 500 plus right now. <laughs> no, they keep hard. making more. <laughs> it's hard because there's so many movies and they keep playing out new stuff. And it's like, like how do I pick and choose? Like, Truly. yeah, give us a like, give us a month break, please. <laughs> god, we're trying to catch up here. <laughs> right. Like, I think my goal next year is to just pick a random year and do all the horror movies that came out in that year, because that feels attainable, as opposed to, I'm going to see some shit. I know that. I'm going to see some shit. <laughs> I think that is attainable and let me feel a little bit accomplished, because you're never going to see everything that happened. You're just never going to see it. No. no. Yeah, I feel like the world went under lockdown, but the, I guess Hollywood didn't. Did not. <laughs> no. They were like, we see your challenge. Here's <laughs> <laughs> 40 movies. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna give you three fear streets. Each <laughs> <laughs> two hours long. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. But yeah, I want more good PG thirteen horror because there's not enough of it. The kids need it. The kids need do it for the children. Yes. <laughs> and about us. It's about the children. And it still has to be kind of scary. I feel like you go watch. I don't know if you saw they, they remade under wraps. And uh, someone who, a co pod or another podcaster, was telling me that it's not good because they got rid of a lot of the practical effects. So it's almost cheesy wow. now. And I, I like to stay away from it now because I'm like, no, it's going gonna, it's gonna to suck because they're going to be too nice to kids instead of trying to be scary. Yeah. You know, it, and the old one wasn't even that scary. It, was, it still holds <laughs> up. Yeah. I feel like the more we try and coddle the children, the more they reach for the darker stuff, which is why a lot of us are reading Stephen King <laughs> <Yeah>. as tweens. <laughs> because we're like, this isn't scary enough. Even though I like the Beetlejuice, I just need something more. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so, yeah, like we can give them a little bit of fright and make them less creepy. <laughs> And who Although knows, you can tell, this horror podcast in a decade. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can tell that more people who grew up like uh, in the eighties, nineties with uh, with horror movies are making children's TV shows now. I don't know if you saw. There's like a, a research or a, a uptick in how many horror cartoons there are. Like, there's that new show on Disney with the ghost and the girl. There's a there's a cartoon on Cartoon Network where it's like kind of themed around Hispanic kids. Uh, that talks about the other muertos and like afterlife, and it's supposed to have like scary themes. And so there's a lot of more TV shows revolving around kind of horror, That's but still, yeah, that. it's a, there's a lot more now, and it makes me think that there's just a lot of horror fans making cartoons right now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm here for it. Like in the 90s, we had like the Beetlejuice cartoon, which I don't even know how long that actually ran. We had like Auto Monsters. Yeah, oh, I loved Auto oh, Monsters. <laughs> yes. When it went away, I was hurt. I was personally offended, and I've never forgiven Nickelodeon. <laughs> 
Invader Zim what was on Nickelodeon. Yeah. yeah, that one was so yeah. cool. I mean, it wasn't really like a horror, but it was still spooky. Yeah, we'll take it. It's sci-fi. <laughs> it was dark. Yeah. It was kind of dark themed, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, and that was kind of it in our day. That was kind of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But we love those for sure. No, I want to do those now. I don't know how we'll do like 19 seasons of cartoons that Nickelodeon randomly put on and off. <laughs> oh, and of course, then you had like, um, uh, what was it called? Goosebumps or Are You Afraid of the Dark? Are You Afraid of the, are you afraid of the Dark? Oh, yes. also, yeah. And Goosebumps for sure, yeah. PSA, Are You Afraid of the Dark, the original, is on Netflix now. So people who got Paramount for it, you can let that go. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So one thing I wanted to say before we forget, we did create a drink for today. Oh, yay! yay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we've never been to New York ourselves, but in doing some research, just trying to get something that matched the, the theme of the movie, we didn't really do the vampire piece of it, but we did do the Bronx. So I didn't know this until reading the article that there is, just like the Manhattan is supposed to be something that originated from New York. This drink is called the Bronx, and it's apparently, from what I read, people don't really like it because it's a kind of acquired taste. It's got <laughs> orange juice in it where people don't okay. like that piece of it. Uh, they like lemony drinks and... Apparently, people don't like it because of that. So, I don't know. If, did you taste it yet? Oh, I don't know if you want to it. try it, I guess. We're in front discussing of... yeah. too hard. Sorry. <laughs> Here we go. Reactions. It is not bad. It's not. What I read is definitely not bad. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, so it has, uh, did you? you it has dry vermouth and sweet vermouth, which is like an acquired taste that might be what people don't like about it yeah. and i don't even taste that in this no so like maybe we're just alcoholics don't take <laughs> yeah. our opinion don't make your own <laughs> i feel like people have a lot of orange juice slander when it comes to alcohol because people are like i don't do screwdrivers i don't do mimosas anymore and i'm like why yeah. do you hate fun <laughs> exactly. <laughs> i don't i don't do screwdrivers because of one night in college but mimosas <laughs> that's a fair reason <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I love it. That's vitamin C. And like also vodka is made of potatoes. So it's like a screw. <laughs> it'll live forever. Yeah, the last time I had a screwdriver was back when we had, not this before, this was a camera. And so I had, we had those like old like cameras you had to bring with you. Well, somehow the the uh, the setting got turned off that like makes the photo still. And and so it looked like all the lights were moving around people and people were all blurry. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like we partied in hell that night. So <laughs> I have not had a screwdriver since then. But mimosa, uh, I'll have a mimosa all day, every day. <laughs> yeah, so that was the recommendation I saw is that if you don't want mimosas, you can drink this. So. Yeah, good. <laughs> no, I, I'm going to look into that because um, the champagne and the orange juice, that's a lot of sugar for me lately. And so I can only drink a couple as opposed to all day. Um, so I might try this and see how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just look up a typical The Bronx. Uh, recipe that's all we did yeah we were gonna add a vampire effect to it by putting a little bit of grenadine to give that red Ooh, in there yeah. so if you want to you can yeah, yeah. yes <laughs> 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 i've got homework <laughs> For people who actually are... between now and next time we're live <laughs> you got a few hours <laughs> yeah i feel like people who actually know how to make cocktails probably look at us like we're crazy because we add grenadine to a lot of things it's like the only red one of yeah. like the only red things that we could do right. to make blood in our drinks so <laughs> whenever we're like well how do we make this bloody oh let's just add grenadine <laughs> i 
I feel like you two are pros and other people get jealous. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, can, you can use grenadine and not make it overpowering, which a lot of people don't think to do. They're just like, yeah. grenadine forever. And it's like, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We want the color. We want yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, for, it's for decoration. Okay. Yeah, it's not a mixer, people. It's not a mixer. <laughs> Those are the same people who work at Starbucks and give you milk instead of coffee. You know, you come out with your, uh, <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> your, your white coffee. Right. What are you drinking? <laughs> almond milk with a milk espresso. <laughs> Which I loved in this movie that the bodega started selling oat milk and almond milk. Yeah. <laughs> and the white people came. I was like, Yeah, we've got kale. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, just just the hummus. Oh, all right. I, guess <laughs> I don't get two kinds of kale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was so good. I'm surprised she didn't respond and say that kale gives you thyroid cancer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It's like we moved on to arugula ma'am. Um, yeah. I yeah. Foods. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go build one and then I'm gonna go to that whole thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love it. I was actually sad to see his character die. I thought oh, he was gonna help his kids. I mean I, it was inevitable, but I was also yeah. like Meh. it hurt me. And that's how you know it's a good movie when you actually care about the death. Because yeah. everybody else like, mm, whatever. And it's like, no, not Tony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then they used that mint condition bat. That was upsetting. Yeah. But you knew it was going to come into play later. Yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah, it had too much backstory to not come into play. <laughs> they focused on it a lot. You knew it was coming back. Right. Just sad for him not to be the one to have used it before at least dying. You know? yeah. 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 No. I, it made me sad. I, and I hate that because normally I'm just like, we need to kill more people. <laughs> and I, oh, no, we killed one too many. <laughs> not that one. Not that not one. That one. All the other ones. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine, but not that one. <laughs> right? There's so many people that could have been killed. I'm making a list. <laughs> you <for Tony. laughs> uh, yeah. Like the cops. Go do them. Go kill the cops. <laughs> they literally right? did nothing the rest of the movie. <laughs> nothing. They were just like, what'd you say? And I was like, you know your job. <laughs> the, de the deaths of the the four guys who were trying to get uh, was it Bobby, Bobby. To, to work with them. I thought their deaths were a little confusing because they work for Frank, and the vampires see them and attack them and kill them. And they never actually do what Frank wanted them to do, which was like wreak havoc in the Bronx. Yeah. And and these vampires just kill them. So I was like, don't they know that Frank told them that I don't think they for do them? because yeah, Frank is like their them. human familiar, yeah. so they don't know what's going on. Frank has bad manager skills, <laughs> 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 um, and it's not communicating or connecting the teams, and so they're when, just like out here fighting. When Vivian <laughs> killed him, I was like, yeah, that's the one time I was like, yes, I love you. She's like, useless again. Uh, she didn't even bite him. She just like tore his heart out. Yeah. <laughs> I would literally love to see that character do more. Um, it's not about her, but she's just so evil and so problematic inherently. <laughs> I, just, I have fun hating her, which is you do. <laughs> yeah. was great. I loved her. What, what, a, what a choice to have her die getting jousted. Oh yeah, like, <laughs> that was so unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> I, it just it was a good time it was a good time <laughs> yes the, the other thing i thought uh was funny is that when the vampires disintegrate the object that is used to kill them also disintegrates with them 
And that's that's interesting because the skateboard was thick and that was, was melting hilarious. slowly. And it was gone when she died or when the guy dies. So I was like, that skateboard should probably suck around <laughs> a little bit. I love that because I'm always like, why did you leave your weapon in the vampire? You're going to need it again. And it's like, yeah. you don't get to say, you have to pack extra weapons. I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh, too good. All right. Yeah. Well, that's about all the time we have for this afternoon. Thank you, Eric and Vivi, for joining us again. Yeah, thanks for Thank having us. Thank you for having us. Yeah, it's awesome, as always. It's always a fun time. <laughs> yeah. I, I always leave inspired to drink better. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so <I'm> <laughs> Does that make us bad people? I don't know. No. <laughs> Especially the best people. You're like, you're doing, put you're this egg, you top it, you're down. Get some cream <laughs> and some orange juice and two vermouths. <laughs> uh, yes, next up, we are watching and covering the original Black Christmas. The only one, if you ask me. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's been some missteps. Um, but that is at, <laughs> that is at 5 p.m. Central. Um, and that's going to be with our friend Midge Munster. Because, yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, we're getting into the holiday spirit a little early this year. Holidays are scary. So, uh, the, they people are. Voted, the people voted, and here we are. Yeah, they voted for both of these movies. So, like, it was out of our hands. Um, I'm just happy they voted correctly. <laughs> yes again thank you everyone for listening slash watching thank you eric and vivi and make sure that you stay fierce out there evil dies tonight <laughs> <laughs> happy halloween happy halloween, happy halloween. <laughs>